Hello, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren LaGrasso. I'm Lauren LaGrasso, and this show is meant to help you make creativity the filter for your life, redefine your relationship with fear by taking it out of the driver's seat, step more fully into the essence of who you are, and claim your right to have a dream and take up space. And today, I'm actually doing a creative check-in. I decided to do it today because I wanted to. And this brings me to something, which is that these are weird times. It's not normal, obviously. You know that. Everybody knows that, unless they're that guy who was like meditating in a cave for seven months and walked out and was like, what happened to the world? That's a real story. Look it up. Um, imagine being him. Wow. He must probably never want to meditate again. <laughs> If I walked out of like a seven month long meditation and saw the world was this effed up, I'd be like, that's it. No more meditating for me. And I, I must not do anymore. Or I guess you could like look at it like what would happen if he didn't meditate that much? <gasps> Deep. Okay. This is very much not the topic that I am meaning to talk about today. <laughs> but I say that these aren't normal times because because of that, we're not going to make normal choices. And we have to find little things that bring us joy moment to moment, little things that excite us. Having small things to look forward to right now is one of the only things that gets me through. So for me, that is, you know, my creative projects. Maybe it's a great meal that I'm going to make. Maybe a social distance get together with a friend. And so those are great. Having small things to look forward to, it's really important. But I also want you to forgive yourself for not making normal choices. And I think I talked about this in the beginning of quarantine in regard to the fact that me and my ex-boyfriend quarantined together. But even now, it's like not only forgive yourself, but embrace making abnormal choices or choices that you wouldn't have made outside of the situation because there are no rules. The bet, all bets are off. I almost said the bets are off. <laughs> and if weirdly something is bringing you joy that you have never thought would bring you joy before, and you make a choice to engage with whatever that thing is, whether it's a relationship or a new artistic venture or a new TV show, could be anything big or small, I think embrace it. There's something that, uh, an opportunity that came my way today that I had never thought that I would want or that I was capable of or that was something that would be on my path, but there aren't enough things to say yes to right now. Like We have so few options as it is that if a gigantic opportunity or even a small opportunity drops itself in your lap, even if it's not the normal thing that you would go for, if it lights something up in you, if it sparks something in you, consider saying yes. So that really wasn't what I intended to talk about today, but it does kind of fit into the other things that I'm going through because I'm really talking about the benefits of being alone, how to deal with any struggles you may have with anxiety, and also an exercise to help you feel a win. So so often we have like a, a small win in life and we just roll right past it. I want to help you feel into it and really acknowledge it, mind, body, and soul. So first of all, the benefits of being alone. I have been alone in LA now for a few weeks and it's really interesting. It's the most alone time maybe I've ever spent because I'm really not seeing people. I mean, I've seen a few friends outside social distance, but it's probably the least amount of people I've ever seen in my life. And something interesting has been happening and it's kind of hard to put into words, but 
I think especially if you're an empath or a person that's highly engaged with other people and compassionate and always focusing on how they're feeling, it's very easy to lose track of your own energy and your own needs. Being alone, there's this interesting thing that's happening where I feel like I'm reclaiming my energy, reclaiming my space, figuring out what my story is, who I want to be, what I want to do outside of anyone else. And I think that even subconsciously, when we're consistently engaging with other people and in their energetic field, we pick up on their expectations of us. And if we're not really careful, we start to buy into what their expectations of us are versus what we see ourselves as. And so being alone, it's been interesting because I feel like I'm getting to know myself on a deep level. Like I'm getting to know the parts of myself that I'm not too much a fan of and also the parts of myself that I'm like, wow, I'm kind of a cool girl. Like, I don't think I've ever stopped and really thought, like, I've always thought, you know, like, yeah, I've got some great aspects to me. I can be fun. I can be funny. Like, I definitely make myself laugh. But I never stopped to really, like, think about who I am. I kind of just, like, you know, like so many of us have been going through the motions in a lot of ways. And it's been cool, like, having dance parties with myself and writing music and, like, joking with myself and really learning who I am outside of anybody else, outside of my parents, outside of my relationships, outside of my friendships, outside of my work. Who am I to myself? Do I like being with myself? And the thing that I'm pleasantly surprised to find is I do. I'm funny and I'm fun and I can be insightful and pretty self-aware. And yeah, and there are also all these other parts of me that I don't like, you know, and that I'm actually okay, starting to become okay with owning. It's still deeply painful for me. As with many things in life, the benefits of being alone are also the drawbacks. You spend all day thinking and getting to know yourself and you spend all day thinking and getting to know yourself. So when you're learning the parts of yourself that are really fun and funny or insightful or spiritual, that's all fun and games. But then when it gets to the part where you're getting to know your anxiety and your shame talk and the fact that you can slip into depression pretty easily and um, that you can be a pretty big mess. Like that's not as much fun, but what I'm realizing is it's all worth it. It's all worth it. And I can't really fully like who I am or love who I am even deeper if I can't admit to all that I am. If I'm only focusing on the funny, fun, positive, spiritual person and not the person who's like angsty and anxiety ridden and a little kooky, then I'm not really loving myself. And it's only in embracing our shadow selves and seeing them for what they are and even for the the beauty that they can hold that we can really have integration and really choose to be with ourselves, with our own set of problems, with our own challenges, rather than idealizing someone else's path. Um, so yeah, in the past couple of days, I really have been struggling with anxiety. I'm, I've gotten real happy this afternoon. I'm recording this on Tuesday, releasing it on Wednesday. But you know, I did a, a really great dual meditation this afternoon with um, it's cool. It's a, it's called a dyad meditation. It's like a partner meditation with another person. And that really helped me. And then I produced this incredible interview that talked about the importance of compassion and feeling righteous anger. And that really helped me. 
And then I had this exciting opportunity present itself to me and that really helped me. So, you know, it's, it's just interesting and I'm sure you found this and we've talked about this on the show a bit, but the extremes of quarantine are so big. I mean, I really like spent the first half of the day feeling so down and so anxiety ridden and stressed, but I guess as the day went on, I found some tools to help me pick myself up and give me a few things to look forward to. And I think also like just dealing with your problems head on, like a lot of times what I'm realizing is I feel that anxiety when I'm avoiding something and I don't know if it's the same for you, but when I actually just decide to approach it head on instead of avoiding it and running away from it, that's when I start to feel empowered and I start to feel hopeful. The hard thing is like the more you avoid it, the more anxiety you feel, the more anxiety you feel, the more you avoid it. So yeah, we got to do our best to tackle things as much as we can and also give ourselves grace when we can't. But if you do struggle with anxiety, so there's a visualization I've been doing the past couple of days that has really been helping me. So I'd love to share it with you. So for me, anxiety is this feeling of spinning, of like commotion. And it's all from my upper, not upper chest, I'd say like mid torso up. So it lives from like basically the breasts up. And so really, first of all, like feel into like where you hold your anxiety in your body. Maybe it's not that for you. Maybe you actually hold your anxiety in your kneecaps and you need to bring the energy back up your body. But for me, the anxiety is all at the top and it's spinning and it's it's a lot of commotion and it's something that's very much not in control. So the visualization I've been doing lately to lessen my anxiety is I picture this, it's like a light blue sheet of energy that combs from the top of my head, down through my face, into my neck, through my shoulders, and it comes all the way down through my body. And what that does is it just takes the energy from this spinning, frantic, frenetic place that's all up in my chest and tightening my chest and tightening my throat and making me clench my jaw, and it brings that energy down And then I picture it going all the way down through my torso, through my legs, through my knees, into my feet. And literally, I picture roots coming out of my feet and like rooting me into the ground. And that visualization always brings, like, you can even hear the difference in my voice as I'm, as I'm talking about it. Like, Just try that. Maybe even pause this for a minute and just picture that like light blue sheet. It's like a sheet. I do see it as like a big square sheet of energy coming through and just grounding you. And maybe that will help you. It's really been helping me this week. Another little tip because we are thinking all the time. So thinking all the time can lead to, for me, my, like I talked about in the last episode, my recurrent shame talk is you haven't done enough, you haven't done enough. But sometimes when you're in one of those modes where you feel like you've done nothing, the best thing to do is think about what you have done. I mean, there's something that you've achieved that day. Like even if it's just getting up or washing the dishes, like make a list of the things that you have done to help build your self-esteem and know that you're doing your best. You are making moves. You are pushing yourself forward even when it's difficult. It's just really important to acknowledge your wins. And those are small wins. But it's really important to acknowledge your big wins as well. Uh, I think I talked about – did I talk about this on the podcast? Gala Darling, I did a tapping exercise with her, which was so great. And she did an exercise to – 
engage with your wins, to feel into the wins that you've had. Like, and when I say wins, I mean like any goal you've achieved recently. And she said, when you have a win or some big victory in your career or your personal life, or even a small victory, it is so important to take a moment to acknowledge it, to feel what it feels like, to really be proud of yourself. And this is what Gala says in her video, which by the way, I after you're done with this, definitely go watch that and tap with her. It's called How to Level Up EFT Tapping. But she says that in order to level up, you need to stop and take a moment to witness your own expansion. So if you don't take a moment to acknowledge your accomplishments and witness your own expansion and contemplate what you've done, you can't go beyond it because you're not taking the time to understand how far you've come and what you've begun. And that makes sense from a really logical standpoint, but it also makes sense from like an energetic and like universal standpoint. If you're not going going to sit there and be grateful for what you have and take care of what you have. Like I was thinking about this the other day. I want a house, but if I can't take care of my one bedroom apartment, that's not a very good symbol to myself or to the universe that I can handle that bigger thing. So let's say, I mean, even with me, I I want to have a music career that is self-sustaining and that is like a real like part of my business, not just something I do or something I invest into, but something that also, you know, is monetarily helpful to me. But if I can't take the wins that I get, like being in People Magazine and like sit there and like really revel in it, how am I going to accept the bigger wins that come from my music career? There's a million different examples, but it's really, really, really deeply important. So there's many different ways you can do that. But I want to share an exercise with you that I did recently, actually with a group of you. I did a group of Unleashed listeners. We got together and really made a creative mastermind. If you want to be a part of that, by the way, direct message me on Instagram and I will invite you to the next one. But the way I ended the meetup last time, which was via Zoom, was to do this thing that I kind of created off of what Gala inspired, which is feeling into the win. And it's an exercise to help you feel into the win. So I think it'd be really great to get a piece of pen and paper, just a piece of pen. (laughs) A whole pen would be great and a piece of paper would be fine. Um, (laughs) Or to get the notes uh, app on your phone and to really contemplate these questions. And I think that for me, they've really helped to not just kind of race past everything good in my life and all the great parts of my creative journey, but to really feel them and acknowledge their beauty and just have gratitude for the moment I'm in. Just for that, not so that I can move on to the next thing, just so that I can enjoy what I've done. All right. So number one, first question is, what is the win? So it could be something recently in your career, something that's happened with your kids, a meal you've made that you're really proud of, literally anything. What is the win? And I really want you to go through it and describe every detail to yourself. What happened? What was what was the moment that you experienced this thing like? What did it feel like? And then I want you to ask yourself, how does it make you feel emotionally? 
So what are the feelings? Is it happiness? Is it excitement? Is it uh, a fluttery feeling? Get really in depth with it too. It could be a split feeling too. That's a thing, you know, something we keep going over. It is possible for multiple things to be true at once, right? Could it be excitement and anxiety and elation? You know, it could be all of these things at once. So really go into each feeling. And is it a bubbly feeling? Is it a floaty feeling? Is it a grounded feeling? What does it feel like? And then I want you to ask yourself, how does this wind feel in your body? Like if there was a body center where this wind was stored, what would it feel like? And be really descriptive. Is it a fountain that's bursting out of your chest? Is it sparkly pink energy that's, I almost said coagulating. Is it sparkly pink energy that's gathering in your stomach and lighting you up? Is it a release in your shoulders and a feeling of deep, deep peace? What does it feel like in your body? And then once you have that, I want you to go into how can you live in this more and access the energy of this win in the day-to-day? So how can you almost use this feeling, the feeling of the win, as a tool to help propel you through some of the tougher moments of the day-to-day? Like, what does it feel like? Like that thing that I used earlier that I talked about with basically taking the symbol that you feel whatever, like the feeling is in your body. Like, is there a way for you to sit with that feeling? Like, let's say it was that sparkly stomach energy, like in the middle of your day when you're feeling a little down or anxiety ridden, like, could you sit there with your hands on your legs and really visualize that? And meditate on that image for just a couple minutes to feel the win again. And then this last question for the exercise is more of an overarching question, but I want you to start contemplating what gratitude feels like in your body and how you can access that energy more. So what is the feeling of gratitude? For me today, I have a lot of tension in my neck. So it's a feeling of a my neck is usually fiery and it's like someone brings a gentle cooling water in and then a breeze and then it's just a release in my neck and it's allowing and it's a bowing into myself. What does gratitude feel like energetically to you? All right. So that was the feel into the win exercise. I hope it was helpful. Some other things you can do, um, obviously journal, write about the win every little second of it, like Also, that's just a great thing to do in general. Like whenever I do journal, I'm so grateful because I love looking back and seeing exactly where my brain was at in a certain moment. And especially when they're big, exciting things that happen in our lives, writing something down about what we're going through is one of the greatest gifts we can give our future self. It's like a roadmap and it's like a history of ourselves and no one's going to do it but us. So yeah, highly, highly recommend journaling at least the big events in life. Do the Gala Darling tapping exercise. I highly recommend that. Um, Yeah, whatever feels like good self-care to you and will help you really treat yourself. Maybe you get yourself some flowers. Maybe you take a bath. Whatever it is that you can really like meditate on this win and reward yourself for the good work you've done. So that's it for today. I hope you liked it. And if you too are spending a lot of time alone, 
embrace it, the good and bad. We're so blessed to be able to get to know ourselves, you know? At the end of the day, everything, and and this is dark, but it's also kind of inspirational. I learned this from a beautiful, incredible book called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And what I realized from that book is literally everything in our lives can be taken away from us. Our roles that we play to other people can be taken away. People can be taken away, whether they want it or not, or we want it or not. Possessions can be taken away. But the one thing that can never be taken away is your relationship to a higher power and your relationship to yourself. And really also like what we create, what we give meaning. So that can be looked at as dark, but I actually think it's incredibly inspirational that all these other things are just kind of like cherries on top of the experience of being a human. Anyway, have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Tell a friend about the show. Post about it on your Instagram if you like it. I will repost to share my gratitude. And thank you, Liz Full, for the show's theme music. Follow her at Liz Full. Be sure to pre-save my new single, Freak Show. It's available at the link in my bio on Instagram. And have a great day. I love you, and I believe in you. Talk soon.